So we don't have that much time. So we'll have to spread this raid out a little bit over at least two raid bites. But I think it's Kedai to go back to the beginning of the daf and discuss the Takonas Usha. Now, just being Makdim, it's not an easy noise, but then again, Ksubis is not easy, and Peruka Ishish Anaflu is certainly not easy. So it's not that we're complicating it, it's just a, a complicated noise. But I think it's Kedai to get. Because really, this Takana Susha comes up in many places in Shas. And as we're about to see, it actually ties in to one of the biggest Sugis in Shas. So again, let's just hazard over what the Takana Susha was. In Usha, the Sanhedrin made a Takana. That ha'isha shemachra benechsem belog bechayeh bailo, a woman that sells her nechsem belog bechayeh bailo while her husband is alive, umesa, and then she died. Habal meitz miyad alakuchais. The husband can go to the lakuchais, and the husband can tell the lekeach that I understand you bought this field from my wife, but my wife died, and as a result, I'm now the yoresh of that field. And as a result, what you bought really is not supposed to be yours, and I'm taking it away from you. This is something that in Usha, they made a takana, a husband should be able to do. And the Gemara clarified that really takana susha had nothing to do with our Mishnah. Meaning, our Mishnah that discussed a woman selling nachsamalog, could the husband, yeah, be moitzimiyad alakuchis, not be moitzimiyad alakuchis. In the case where she yarshined it after Nesuin, the halach is that the Baal could be Meitzmiyad al-Kuchis, but that has nothing to do with the case of Usha. Because over there, the husband's being Meitzmiyad al-Kuchis, the Peiros. That's what he's taking. He's saying, my wife doesn't own the Peiros. So if she doesn't own the Peiros, she never had a right to sell this. Usha's Takana was a much bigger Chiddush. They said that the husband can take the Karka, even though really the Karka was hers. And if it was hers, you would think it was hers to sell. Now, not hers to sell as it relates to the Peres go, but hers to sell as it relates to the Karka goes. Stating that, the Chachamim still said that when she dies, let's explain this a little bit better. Again, Pashibshat. And that is, a woman was Nafla Nechassin Mishin And then she sold it. So what's the halacha? There's no confusion. Eilu ve'elu moidim. That was the fifth, it was the easiest of the five cases. Everybody agrees that the halach is that the Baal could be moitzi miyat halakuchas. What does that mean? It means the husband can say that I own the Paris and as a result, my wife had no right to sell it. What about the gufa karka that the wife does own? Is that sold or is that not sold? The answer is that is sold. That's what you would think. The Baal Moitzimiyad Alakucha is because he has a schus in the Paris. Okay, so you could be Moitzi, whatever schus you had when your wife owned it. And when she owned it, you had the Paris. So now that she sold it, your wife is going to have the Paris. Meaning, Elu Elu Moitzim, that she can't sell it to somehow make him lose his schus. At the end of the day, as a shutif. And because he's a shutif, she, should, she can't just go ahead and sell it. Means the Paris. But what about the Gufa Karka? Who owns the Gufa Karka? I can hear that. The Lekech owns it. Why did she not have a right to sell it? Because he owns the Paris and Harami. Whatever he owned, she didn't sell. If you have two Shutvin, could one Shutif sell his Chalik? Chayra. 
Why not? I mean, unless they agreed that they wouldn't sell it without each other's consent. Why can't the Shotev sell it? So here too, she could sell the Gufakarka. There's no reason not. Now, what's the practical ramification of that sale? Not very much, because right now, the value of the Karka is in the Paris, and the Baal is being Eichel Paris. But I'll tell you where it's Nageya. It's Nageya if she gets divorced. It's Nageya if he dies. So now, all of a sudden, the Mecher will be Chal. Right? That's what you would think. So, really, the Halacha of the Mishnah that says, if you think about it, doesn't have to mean that the sale wasn't a sale. All it means is that the woman's sale didn't have the ability to circumvent the Baal's Paris. And as a result, the Baal will still be a Paris, which means that whatever she sells it for, the price will probably be reflective of the fact that the buyer is not really eating the Paris. But at the very least, the sale's a sale. There's no reason to learn the Mishnah otherwise. So that in the event that he dies or he gives her a get, so that now he's added a picture, you would say, okay, now I own the guf. There's no one blocking my schus Paris anymore. And as a result, I'm going to own the Paris. It's going to be his. That's the way it would be. Enters Takonas Usha. Takonas Usha comes and Takonas Usha says that when a woman sells the guf of the karka, even though it's true that the guf of the karka should be considered sold, even when it was sold by it should be sold. There's no reason to say that it wasn't sold. And that in the event that he, the husband dies or gives her a get, at that point, the Lekech is going to own everything mit the Paris. But if first she dies and then he dies, then there's a special takana that the husband's able to go and the husband's able to be Moitzimiyad Alakuchas. And the reason is, the Lomdis is we look at the husband as if he's a Lekech Rishon, not simply a Yairish. So the husband's going to say, you bought something that belonged to me. What? It's Takana Zusha. Why they made this Takana, that we're not getting into now. But that's what the Sanhedrin and Usha deemed was a very appropriate thing to do. And this was the Takana that they made. So just with that The Mishnah says that if a woman would sell her Nechsimaluk when she acquired it after Nesuin, the Allah is about Moitzmiyad Alakuchas. But about Moitzmiyad Alakuchas just means the Paris. But about the Guf would be sold. So that if he dies or he gives her a get, so now shh, there is no schos Paris anymore. So at that point, for sure, the Lekech would have everything. Stating that, if first she died, and then he died, so then the Allah is that the Baal will be able to take this Gufa Karka away from the Lekuchais. And the reason is because we look at him as a Lekech Rishon. Toysfis, in at least three places in Chas, Subastaf Nun Amad Aleph, Yevam is daf lamed vav amed beis, and bavakamra daf peiches amed beis, asks a bambakasha, and says that l'chayre, at first glance, my muscharishin is that this takana of Usha should be tolui in one of the biggest machloikis in Shas, a machloikis between Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish, whether Kenyan Paris is kikinyan aguftami, or whether Kenyan Paris is not kikinyan Hagoftami. Now, this machloikis, Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish, is a big machloikis. Every machloikis, Rabbi Yechon Rishlakish, you know, we're dealing with Dvarma Oim Debruma Shalaylam. This machloikis, Befrat, we know comes up in many places in Chas, 
But Bifrat Bifrat, this is a unique machloikis, because this is actually one of the three places in Shas where we pass in like Rishlokish, not like Rabbi Yechonah. So the Gemara Perak HaChoyleitz, that sugya Yevomis Taflamidvav, the sugya of Chalitzas Mubaris, that's another one of the three places where we pass in like Rishlokish, not like Rabbi Yechonah. And the Gemara says, wherever there's a machloikis, Rabbi Yechonah, Rishlokish, Allah, Rabbi Yechonah, Labarmi class. And the third example that the Gemara gives is this machloikis, the machloikis of Kinyan Peris Kinyan Agof, or Kinyan Peris Lavka Kinyan Agof. So what exactly was the machloikis of Kinyan Peris? And it really begins with a Mishnah. A Mishnah in Perikesh Noichlin, in Mesechtis Bava Basra, Davkuf Lamid Vav Amidalf. It's the safe of the Mishnah. A man gave over all his Nechasim to his son. But he told his son, he wrote it in the Shtar, that I'm giving you everything. I want you to be my sole Yerish. However, as long as I'm alive, I want to be able to benefit from my Nechasim. But, he says, at that point, it's going to be yours. If you think about it, he just gave over the guf of his nechassim to his son, but the peros, meaning the value, the income, as we've been learning throughout the sugyas, that's what's going to belong to him. Says the Mishnah, because the father can't sell because he gave it over to his son. And being that his son has these nechassim, so for that reason, the father can't sell it. He doesn't own the guf. The son also can't sell it. Why? Because the Paris belongs to the father. Meaning, that's Shutfin now. And because that's Shutfin, no Shutfin is allowed to sell. The father can't sell because the son owns the guf. The son can't sell because the father owns the Paris. Says the Mishnah, Macharov. Let's say the father does sell. Did nothing happen? No. Mechurin, Achayamus. It will be considered sold. But only actually, meaning as long as the father is alive and he has the Kenyan payrolls, so whatever he sells will be sold. Meaning the buyer bought whatever the seller was able to sell, which is the schus payrolls. Instead of the father having the schus payrolls, now the lekeich is going to have the schus payrolls. Let's say the son who only owns the guf doesn't own the payrolls, he sold. The lekeich is going to have nothing. Actually, until the father dies. What does it mean? He'll own the guf, but the guf is nothing because. Its value is really in the Paris that it produces. I mean that the father has the Paris. So father gave over his nechassim to his son, but he told him very clearly, only which in English means, you own the underlying nechassim, they're all written in your name, but at the same time, there's a major carve-out that says, all the payers, all the income that's generated, that's all going to go to the father. In the vernacular of the Talmud, he owns the guf, the son, and the father owns the payers. So none of them could sell it outright, because each one is, has a shutif over here. But at the same time, if they do sell, epis is going to happen. So if the father sells, so as long as the father's alive, the king of Paris is going to belong to the Likeach, the person that bought it from the father. If the son sells, nothing happens now because he doesn't own any Paris. So there's really no practical ramification. Whoever bought the underlying asset bought the underlying asset. So where's in Egea? That once the father dies, at that point, the father is going going to be able to take it. This case is the backdrop to the Machloikis Rabbi Yechem Rishlokish. It's not the case of Rabbi Yechem, it's the Mishnah. Rabbi Yechem Rishlokish is not arguing in a case of the Mishnah. The Mishnah already discussed the halacha of the Mishnah. But Rabbi Yechem Rishlokish's case is a spin-off. It's a derivative. It's the case of the Mishnah adding one kinech. And that's where Rabbi Yechem Rishlokish argued and that is Itmar Machar Haben What would happen in this case where the father wrote over his nechasim to his son? So the son owns the guf and the father owns the Paris. And then the son sold Bechayyav. What's Talacha when the son sells Bechayyav? Talacha is that Bechayyav, nothing happens. 
However, when the father dies, so now the father's kinyuperus is added a picture. Now it's his. At that point, it's macher to the loikeach. Okay, what happened? And then the son died while the father was still alive. And then the father died. So it's one kinyuperus different than the case of the Mishnah. This case is paramount. And that is the son died after he sold, but before the father died. Does the fact that the son died before the father died make any difference or does it not make any difference? Amr Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan said it makes a very big difference. In this case, the Loikeach gets nothing. So that when the son sold, had the son been alive and then the father would have died, the Loikeach would have gotten everything. But where the son sold and then the son died and then the father died, the fact that the son is not alive anymore, that makes the whole difference. And Loikeach, 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 Loikeach. Rish Lakish said, no, the Likeach is, is going to be kaina. Now, if you think about it for a second, you would think Rish Lakish's svara is more mistaber. We grab the paskin that way. But you would think for sure it's more mistaber. Why is it more mistaber? What difference does it make if the son died or not? The son set this machine in motion while he was alive. When the son was alive, he sold to the Likeach. Now, grab there was something blocking the sale. What was blocking the sale? The fact that his father was alive and his father had the Paris. Okay, so now the father died. The fact that the son died in the interim, who cares? It's neither here nor there. Like, has a star. What, what difference does it make? He bought it 10 years ago. At that time, the son was alive. He had a right to sell it. He sold it to him. It was rather contingent upon something happening. It played itself out. Why do you need the son to be alive? So at first glance, it's our Rabbi Yochan on the Haviraya. You know why? Because Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Aguftami. Rishlaki Shama Kanalekech. Rishlaki says Lekech is Kaina because Kenyan Paris is Lafke Kenyan Aguftami. Rabbi Yechanan holds that anytime you have Shutfin, where one person owns the Paris and the other person owns the Guf, Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Aguftami. The real Kenyan is the one that owns the Paris. Kikinyan Aguftami sounds like it's almost secondary, right? Ki'ilu. Now, Kinyan Paris, Kikinyan Aguftami means the Iker Kinyan is the one that owns the Paris. And because the Iker Kinyan is the one that owns the Paris, Zakrab Yoichanan, when a son sells the Nechassin and his father's still alive, being that his father has the Kinyan Paris, and he's the Iker, because Kinyan Paris is Kikinyan Aguftami, so what emerges is, is that the son really didn't have a right to sell anything. I, the Mishnah says that when the father dies, everything goes to the Lekeach. The way it works mechanically, the way it works along this is, is that when the father dies, that's when the Mecher happens. But the Mecher can't happen until the father dies. You know why? Because even though the child has Epis, he has a Kenyan Aguf, a Kenyan Paris is the Kenyan Aguf. So really, it's as if he has nothing. And if he has nothing, he can't sell. The only thing he could do is, he could do a ma'isa kinyan, that it's going to be chal. But that the mechira be'etzim should happen now, it's just waiting of this contingency to see what happens with the father. He doesn't have a right to do that. Because all he has is a kinyan agof. The problem is, the father has the kinyan parents, which is kinyan agof. So essentially, he doesn't even have the kinyan agof properly. And therefore, he can't even sell it. So if the son is alive at the time that the father dies, so right now the mechir is happening. But if the son was dead at the time that the father died, so there's no mechir taking place. You can't buy something from someone that's not alive. So that's the difference. If the son is alive, so the mechir is happening then. If, if the son is not alive anymore, there's no mechir that can take place. No, don't make such a big deal about Kenyan Paris. Kenyan Paris are Kenyans. 
One has the Kenyan Aguf, the other has the Kenyan Paris. But because one has the Kenyan Paris, it doesn't mean that the one that has the Kenyan Aguf has nothing. So Avadi has something. So if the sun sells, Al Kopanim, Al Mechira took place. Now, the Mechira is only going to be Chal in a practical sense as it relates to the Paris component, Shabbai, after the father dies. But whatever the son had, now he was able to sell. He could sell something. And he can sell right now the goof. And being that he can sell the goof, so the fact that the son's going to end up dying later in this story, and he won't be alive at the time that his father dies, who cares? He sold it already while he was alive. So the Kenyan Aguf that the son has is not a proper Kenyan Aguf. It's not a proper Kenyan Aguf, so therefore the son can't sell while he's alive. And the whole Allah of the Mishnah that if the son sells and then the father dies, everything is machar, it's because it's playing out at the time that the father dies. So you would need the son to be alive at that point. That's why Rabbi Yechanan said, machar ben of. Umesa ben Bechayev. The Allah is like Kano Because if the son died Bechayev, even though the father died later, but there's nothing to be Chal later if the son is not alive. Rish Lakishal's Kinyan Paris is Lavke Kinyan Aguf Dami. So it's true the father has a Kinyan Paris, but it's not the Kinyan Aguf. The son has the Kinyan Aguf. So if he has the Kinyan Aguf, he does have the ability to sell. If he has the ability to sell, the reason when the son sells, everything goes into effect. Not just the Kenyan Aguf, but even the Kenyan Paris, after the father dies, it's because the Kenyan Aguf was already sold with a schos that the Paris were going to then come as soon as the father dies, but the Mechira already took place while he was alive. And because the Mechira already took place while he was alive, so it's for that reason, Rish Lakish says, even if the son dies, it's neither here nor there. But the bottom line is we have a Machlokis, Rabbi Yochanan and Rish Lakish. Rabbi Yochanan holds Kenyan Paris as Kenyan Aguf. Rish Lakish holds Kenyan Paris as Lavke Kenyan Aguf. And the way it's Mavur, I mean, again, this is a very hard sugya, but the way it, it, it comes out in Pashib Shah, in Perikesh Noichlin above Abbasar Kuflam which is exhibit A for this sugya, is Rabbi Yochanan holds that the person that owns the Kenyan Paris has the real Kenyan. Ad Kidei Kach, here's the punchline. That if you own the Kenyan Aguf and you don't own the Kenyan Paris, you can't sell. You cannot sell your Guf. You can't sell the Kenyan Aguf. I, what do you mean? I own the Kenyan Aguf. He just owns the Kenyan Paris. Yeah, but Kenyan Paris is the Kenyan Aguf, dummy. So the one that has the Paris is as if he has the Kenyan Aguf. So you can't even sell the, the Kenyan Aguf. Whereas Rish Lakish holds Kenyan Paris as Lafke Kenyan Aguf, dummy. And because he holds Kenyan Paris, Lafke Kenyan Aguf, dummy. Although it's passionate, the one that has a Kenyan Aguf can't sell the Kenyan Paris, oh, but the Kenyan Aguf he could sell. And he could sell it so much so that when the Paris belonged to him, that would also go into effect. And the Nafkamina, the classic Nafkamina, is, is where the son sold it. And then he died. He wasn't alive at the time that the father died. If the Mechiru was already Chal, because Kenyan Paris left the Kenyan Aguf, it makes no difference. If the Kenyan Paris became Kenyan Aguf Tami, so the son was never able to sell anything, if he's not alive at the time that the Mechira needs to go into effect, there's no way for the Mechira to go into effect. This was a long-winded introduction to what will now be a very simple kasha. Freyk Toysvis, throughout Shas, he says, Usha Hiskino, Usha the Chacham made a Takana, Ha'isha Shemachra B'nechsem Belog B'chayi Ba'ila, and then she dies, Ha'bal Moitzim Yad Alakuchis. And this was a special Takana that they made in Usha. Before Usha, when the Sanhedrin was in Yavna, or the Sanhedrin was in the Lishkas Agazis in Yerushalayim Irakoyish, at that point there was no such halach. Meaning, at that point, the halach was, and then she died, the Baal couldn't be Moitzmiyad Alakuchas. When was it Nishadish that the Baal can go and take it away from the Lakuchas? That halacha was all Nishadish in Usha. It was a special takana. 
But before Takana Susha, based on the rules and regulations above a Kamo, above a Metziah, above a Basra, and Chayshem Mishvat, the Baal can't take anything from the Lukuchas. She had a right to sell her Kinyanago. Every Nechzimalog is Lukhaira Sugi of Kinyan Paris Kinyanagov. Why? Because she owns the Gov and the husband owns the Paris. Now we have a Machlaikis Rabbi Yechin and Rishlakish and Shas. Whether Kinyan Paris is Kinyanagov Dami or whether Kinyan Paris is Lav Kinyanagov Dami. Rabbi Yechin holds Kinyan Paris is Kinyanagov Dami. We just went through the sugi and Baba Basu. What does it mean, Pashipsha, that King of Paris is Kinyan Aguf Dami? It means that the person that owns the Guf can't sell the Guf. Why? Because the King of Paris is Dr. Iker. It's Freik Taisakasha. Ha'isha Shemachrub and Echsig Maluk is Mamish the son that sold the Nechassim in the case in Perikesh Neuchen. What happens when the son dies? What did Rabbi Yechanan say? It's all bottle of a bottle. Because when you sold, you had no right to sell anything. I, what do you mean? I own the gulf. I could sell the gulf. Kenyan Paris, Kenyan are gulf dummy. The one that owns the Paris owns the gulf. And therefore, you really have nothing in Allah. So if you couldn't sell it, so it's partial to Mechira's bottle. So that, why do I need Takana Sushafrek Toysis? That the Baal should be able to be Moitzmi Adalakuchos. Even without Takana Susha, the Baal would be able to be because it would have never been Cha. Now, in the event that the husband would have died, the husband would have given her a get Pesedah, then the Mechira could be Cha. But, but that means it's going to be Cha then. But being that Rabbi Yechonot's Kinyan Peres Kinyan Agoftami, that it has to be Cha then, but it can't be Cha Achshav, why not? Because the one that has the Kinyan Peres, he's the real owner of the Kinyan Agof. And therefore, it can't be chal now. So in the event that she dies, which is Rabbi Yochanan's case, the mechira should be bottle of avoto, and the Baal should be able to be moitz miyad ala kuchos. So Frey Toysfis, I don't understand why, according to Rabbi Yochanan, you need a takana sush. Meaning, Bishlam, going to Reish Lakish, that Kenya Peretz says, Arki Kenya Nagov Dami, so that, or Ishna Shemachra, or the son that sells and dies, and then the father dies, the Allah is, that the mechira was chal. Okay, very good. It's a chiddush that the Baal's moitz miyad al But according to Rabbi Yochanan, it was never chal. Because Kenya Paris is Kenya Nagov Dami. So if it was never chal, why do you have to come on to Takana Susha? It says Toysfis in Ksubis Tafnun Amad Aleph and in Yavam Islam Edvav and above a Kamal Peches that you have to say Pashib Shat, the Sugi of Takana Susha was going according to Reish Lakish. Wasn't going according to Rabbi Yochanan. And it just so happens that we passed to like Rish Lakish in this rare case. So it's Mold Matim, it's very Gishmak, and it's very, very beautiful that this is the way it works. But this is, he's a short Taisvism, by the way. If you look at all these Taisvism, that's short Taisvism. The Mamish, read Taisvism Lashem. Alibe de Rabbi Yochanan, the Amar Kinyan Peres, Kinyan Aguf Tami, loit srichal de Takana Susha. Elo de Rish Lakish. Alibe de Rish Lakish, Masa Glob Perka Chayvul. It's the Gansa Maisa. It meant all of this. The point is that according to Rabbi Yochanan, the Kinyan Peres, Kinyan Aguf Tami, anyway, she wouldn't have a right to sell it. Meaning the Mechir wouldn't be Chalsa, that if she dies, it's Pashat that the Baal would be able to be Moitzmi Yad Alakuchas. But just to end, and really start with one hour, and that is from Simcha in Orsameach. And this is tucked away. It's in Hilchas Reitzeach. It's Perik Beis, Halacha Tezvav. So he brings Toysvitz Grace Akasha throughout Shas. The Toysvitz asks this Kasha, Ramea Simcha says, Bekulu Talmudah. And Ramea Simcha says that the Linera, that there's a fundamental difference between the Machlokis Rabbi Yochanan and Reish Lakish regarding Kinyan Peres Kinyan Agof and 
the idea that a Baal is Oichel, the Paris of Nechsem Melok. And that is, every Kenyan Paris, the one that owns the Paris, doesn't just own the Paris. He has a chilek of the guf as it relates to the Paris. So when you have a shutfas, one person owns the guf, the other person owns the Paris. So the one that owns the guf is self-explanatory. He owns the guf. The one that owns the Paris, Pshadis, he just owns the Paris, he has nothing in the guf, or he has a chilek of the guf. So Rameh Simcha said, it has to be he owns a chilek of the guf. Why? Because if he doesn't have a chilek of the guf, what does he have? Then he has nothing. You can't own something that doesn't exist. You can't have a Kenyan in a Zach that's loy bala So what does it mean? I don't own the karka, but all the fruit that's going to grow for the next hundred years, I own. It's not ba'olam. You can't own it. So what do you, what do you have? In Lamdis, you have to own something now. What do I have today? I don't have anything. I have what's going to grow in a year from now. I can't have that today. You can't have a Kenyan as only it doesn't exist. So in Bankarchach, I have a chilek of the guf. Has to be in math. There's no other way to make this work. In physics. There's no other way to make this work. So what I own is is I own the actual the terrace was shutfin in the karka. You own the karka for the goof. I own the karka for the pears. By the way, you have to I think go through more hoops to explain the person that owns the Kenyan goof than you do to explain the person that owns the Kenyan pears. But the point is is that we're shutfin in the goof. The person that has the Kenyan Paris has a Kenyan Paris in the Gulf. Said Ramea Simcha, and he buys this with pages. And that is that even though Chazal said that a husband's Eichel Paris Nachsimalog, Chazal never gave the husband an actual Shutfis in the Gulf. They never gave that to him. All they gave him was is a schus to eat the Paris. But they never gave him ownership in the actual Gulf. Regular Kenya Paris, the Kenya Guf, the one that has the Kenya Paris, has in the Guf. But when it comes to the Baal's din that he gets Paris Nachsamuk, they never actually gave him something in the, in the, in the Guf Akarka. So Rameh Simcha says, one second, before we even get excited, you know, how's that possible? I just told you, you can't have a Kenya in something that doesn't exist. So just like every Kenya Paris, the Kenya Guf, means that you have. In the Gulf, so if the husband has a schus Paris, you see he has a schus Paris in the Sugis of Parak Ishanaflu with major halachas and ramifications. So but he has to have something and something. So this is where Amir Simcha is always Ramey Simcha. He said Pshad is, because it's a Gemara, and also in Parak Ishanoichan, Dafku Flamadala, if we can't go through this properly now, but the Gemara over there is discussing Ksubas Benindichrin. Right, we know Ksubas Benindichrin is that if a man yarshins his wife, the Nadunya, and then he dies, so the halach is, is that. When his sons yarshin him, even if he had sons from different wives, but the sons that he had from the wife who's Nadunya, he yarshin, they're the ones that are going to ultimately get the Nadunya. And the Gemara has a problem how that works. The Gemara asks, Based on the rules of there should be no cheshven of how Ksubas Benedichon works. We just need one line. It says, the Gemara, When it comes to a Tanai Bezdin, there is no problem of even though it's true in ordinary but Bezdin has a right to give something to someone even if it's Bezdin could be Mechadish a Kenyan in Simcha said that Kenyan Paris always means you have a Kenyan in the Gulf but as it relates to the husband he has nothing in the Gulf I how's it possible how could I have a Kenyan in Paris if I don't have anything in the Gulf of Paris so what do I have a Kenyan in in the says take a look at that there's a musnig of 
a person, when it's a Tanai Bezdin, there's no rule of Eina Damak Nadava Shleibala And essentially, what the husband has is he has a Kenyan in the Paris that will loibala oil. That's from Yasub Khazlash. He has a Kenyan in the Paris that will loibala oil. Based on that Gemara, that when it's a Tanai Bezdin, this is something you can do. But the point Ramey Simcha said, and this is what we'll end with, is that there's a fundamental difference between the Kenyan Paris of every Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf, versus the Kenyan Paris that the husband has, Balbe. This that there's a sheet of Rabbi Yochanan that holds that Kenyan Paris is Kenyan Aguf Dami. That's only when the Kenyan Paris that you have is in the Guf. So I have a Kenyan in the Guf for the Paris. You have a Kenyan in the Guf for whatever. My Kenyan Aguf is better than your Kenyan Aguf. So Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguf Dami. You can't even sell your Guf for whatever you want to sell it for. But that's only true where you talk have a Kenyan in the Guf. But Baal Benichse Ishtoi doesn't have a Kenyan in the Guf. He has nothing in the Guf. What does he have a Kenyan in? He has a Kenyan in the Paris. We'll have to be Magda this better in the next raid by. But all he has for now is a Kenyan in the Paris. And because all he has is a Kenyan in the Paris, he has nothing in the Guf. A Kenyan Paris that's not in the Guf is not a Guf dummy. Kenyan Paris, a Kenyan a Guf is when the Kenyan is in the Guf. But if the Kenyan Paris is Lahedin Nisht in the Guf, so that can't be Kenyan dummy. And being that that's not Kenyan a Guf, it's Pashit, there's no Rabbi Yochanan. So that even according to Rabbi Yochanan, if the woman would want to sell her nechzamalog, it's pasha the mechira would be a good mechira. And if she would die, there's no reason the Baal should be able to be moitz miyad al-lekuchas. What's he going to say? Ich ben doch the Kenyan Paris. And Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Aguftam, you had no right to go ahead and sell? No, your Kenyan Paris, even though it is a Kenyan Paris, is not a Kenyan Aguftam. And therefore, the halacha is that it had to come on to the Takana Susha, Shabal moitz miyad al-lekuchas. One more punchline. And that is, there are many, but just one more punchline. And that is, that the emiss is, if you look around Shas a little bit, you'll see that there are places where the Gemara Shteltzu, Takanas Usha, Tekinya Peres, Kekinya Nagoftami. And he says, L'chair, it knocks out everything I'm saying. Knocks out everything I'm saying. Okay, that's probably where Taisus was coming from. Taisus had asked the Kachi, Shteltzu the Sugi, because he knew all the Gemaras. Taisus says, look at Perakachayvul, right? These are Mefurishid Sugis. So Rameh Simcha said, Nifla. He said, all those Sugis that you're going to find, where the Gemara is going to say that Takonas Usha and Baal Benichse Ishtoi is totally in Kenya Peres Kikina Goftami, that's Noch the Takonas Usha. Noch the Takonas Usha that they said that Isha Shemachra Benichse Baal Bechay Baal Umes. Daloch is Shabal Moitz Miyadal Kuchos. According to Rabbi Yochanan, you know what the Chazal was saying? They weren't just saying that he has a din of a that too. But what Chazal was saying was, is that he has the Kenyan Peros. And because he has the Kenyan Peros, so therefore Kenyan Peros gets Kenyan Aguftami. And if Kenyan Peros is Kenyan Aguftami, so it's for that reason the Baal is being Moitzmiyad al Meaning, Zakra Meir Simcha, Toys has the kasha, why do you need Takana Susha? Typically, Kenyan Peris, Kenyan Aguf Dami. The Teretz is, because without Takana Susha, we would say that the Baal's Kenyan that he has is only a Kenyan in the Paris. It's not a Kenyan in the Guf. And if all it is is a Kenyan in the Paris, you don't say Kenyan Peris, Kenyan Aguf Dami. Oh, behind, we do have Takana Susha. So, what state in Takana Susha? You know what state in Takana Susha? Kenyan Peris, Kenyan Aguf Dami. And it could be even a Rish Lakish, who ordinarily doesn't hold Kenyan Peris, Kenyan Aguf Dami. Or behind that we have a Takana Susha, state in Takana Susha, that Kenyan Peris is Kenyan Aguf Dami. But the point is this, that you find there are Gemaras that tell to Baal Benech Sayyishtai, the Kenyan Peris, Kenyan Aguf Dami, does this out noch the Takana Susha. That the Baal could block. Why could the Baal be Maitzmiyad Alakuchais? The terrorist is because Kenyan Peris is Kenyan Aguf Dami. That last punchline is before Shindik Tzais. If you 
you look at the Ketzai and Simon Kuf Tes Gimel, the Ketzai says that Yesh Loimah, the whole Chiddush of the Takana Susha was, is that they gave him a proper Kenyan Paris. That Lule, the Kenyan, Lule Takana Susha, you would have looked at him as not having a proper Kenyan Paris. Ramea Simchus won this. He has a Kenyan in the Kuf Paris, but not a Kenyan in the Karka. And that's not Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Agoftami. And that's why you had to come on to the Takana Susha. Oh, behind, we do have a Takana Susha. Ramea Simchus answering Toysvis Kasha why we needed a Takana Susha. Tais says, I don't understand why you need Takana Susha. Tais's kasha wasn't that Takana Susha doesn't stim with Rabbi Yechanan. It stims better with Rabbi Yechanan. His kasha was, why do you need Takana Susha according to Rabbi Yechanan? According to Reish Lakish, I understand why you need it. Because ordinarily, Kenya Paris says, Lafka Kenya Nagov. But according to Rabbi Yechanan, Kenya Paris always Kenya Nagov. Why do you need Takana Susha? The Territ says, because in such a case, really, without Takana Susha, you wouldn't have Kenya Paris, Kenya Nagov, Tommy. It's only because of the Takana Susha. So really, whenever you learn sugyas of and sugis of Paris Nachsimolog, Rameh Simch is basically telling you, you have to know, is this sugi going far the Takana Susha or not the Takana Susha? Because Takana Susha, Lahanal, wasn't just a Takana in a very, very obscure case, but there was a fundamental shift in the way Chazal were going to view now the husband's chus that he has in the Paris Nachsimolog. And that is, do you view him simply as having a Kenyan in the Paris? Or do you view him as having a Kenyan in the Gufa Karka? Before the Takana Susha, he had nothing in the Gufa Karka. Takana Susha, of course, leveraging Hefke Bezdin Hefke, gave the husband a Tzchus in the Gufa Karka. It's a fundamental difference. And that's Gufa, the premise of the whole Takana. And why, if a woman sells, it's not going to be okay. Because it's working with Rabbi Yochanan's Kenyan parents, Kenyan Aguftami. And just like in the Sugis and Baba Basra, there's such a Muslim, the son can't sell at all. It's nothing. That if he dies before his father dies, the Mecher is not going to be a Mecher. Because Kenyan parents, Kenyan Aguftami, La'acha Takana Susha. We view the husband as having a proper Kenyan Paris, Kenyan Hagoftami, so that that's the Territ Satoysvis Kasha. But more importantly, that was the real Oiftu as it relates to Takana Susha, and this will very much be continued.